0: welcome welcome to the light-hearted podcast adventure with four pastors who discuss god his word and some other stuff this is Pastors, pastors live, live. a rev fm production from water springs church idaho falls here now are pastors dave ty shane and the other guy hey
1: guys you are listening to pastors live this is the broadcast ministry of water springs church in idaho falls idaho and of the rev radio also, the broadcast ministry of Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Also, apply the word with Pastor Ty, part of the broadcast ministry of Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. <laughs> Along with Resolve. Along with Resolve Men's Conference and Culture Crux and Dog Watch and Family Camp. Here's the deal and Church <laughs> Family in the park. Camp. Did you? Church in the Park. That, let's land on that. Church yeah. in the Park is coming up.
0: It is church in the so park, park is coming. If up, you man. don't
1: live in Idaho Falls, I would strongly recommend taking a vacation like toward the first weekend of August, coming to Idaho Falls because church in the park is bombastic. It, it really is. is. Yeah. yeah, it's, of it's one of the, one. I what it's one of the more fun things I think that Water Springs does every summer. Like I love family camp, youth camp, all those are great. I love them, but church in the park is like everybody. Yeah, youth, the whole church children, family, families, yeah. yep. single adults. Yo.
0: Everybody's there. Yeah, and it's fun. It's yeah. it's super fun. It's an outreach. We invite the public. We've been inviting the public for the past month right. with handouts. You know, the other day we had some extra laying around. And so I decided uh, to stand and be a greeter into the sanctuary. And every person got about four and a good little handshake and said, Hey, invite your neighbors from Pastor Shane. Nice. There you go. <laughs> and, and it's
1: easy to do. You go knock on your neighbor's door and you say, Hi, you know us. We're the Smiths. We're the Joneses over here, whatever. And you just say, There's a really neat thing coming at the park and our church
0: is hosting it. Here, you're invited. My favorite part is the potluck. Well... Not my favorite part, but one of my one of the you favorite. Hear you things. heard that Gary, right? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah they he likes the food. He likes me. the food more than the preaching <laughs> of the gospel. So <laughs> where are you working now, Shane? <laughs> he, 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 caught,
1: he caught himself.
0: <laughs> no, no comment. No comment. But there's a couple things in the work. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Whoa! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Wow. One of my favorite parts about that day is the end. You know, we go back right. to the old school potluck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just some there about sitting with your brothers and sisters in Christ and contributing to a meal together and being able to break right. bread together.
1: I mean, we, we provide the burgers and dogs. In fact, you and I are going shopping today right. to get about 1,200 burgers and dogs and right. stuff to make sure there's plenty. Uh, we're looking at numbers from last year to make sure we don't jip anybody, but uh, we 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 grill the burgers and dogs but everybody brings a side dish and chips and their favorite dessert and all that <clears throat> it's a blast
0: it is a blast yeah, bombastic. Yep. one of my favorite parts uh besides the message
1: adequate adequate redeem this thing will you is um <laughs> the baptisms in the river in the river every the year because you it. think there can't be any more people to baptize we've been baptizing for years like who's <laughs> left to be baptized and all of a sudden people are coming like out of the woodwork I'll bet I'll bet we baptize a hundred plus on August sixth. I think so too. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. And um the altar call ministry team has been working and being diligent and seeking the Lord and honing their skills. Mm-hmm. And we are praying for one hundred salvations this year at church in the park. and we've got the new believers' Bibles all ready to go. and uh, man, I just it's a great it's just a great outreach, I think. I think so, too. In my humble yeah. opinion, which I highly respect. So uh, if you're in the area, uh, be sure to join us on Sunday, August 6th at Freeman Park here in Idaho Falls. Uh, <clears throat> we always say it starts at 10 a.m., but typically the worship team sort of starts warming up the the, the group, the, the audience or the congregation, whatever you want to call it, the attendees, a few minutes early. So you want yeah. to come early. Get your seat planted, you know, bring a lawn chair or a blanket or whatever your deal is. Bring your Bible. Come casual. Um, Greenhouse Coffee is there with coffee, and and, uh, they'll be, you know, while it lasts or whatever. And then, um, yeah, it's going to be great. Pastor Ty always brings uh, a simple... Clear, concise gospel message. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, so it's it's not over anybody's head. It's not dumbed down. It's just like straightforward. Boom, here's who Jesus is. Here's what He's done for you, and here's the invitation. And um, it, we always we always see a good response and all of that. But this year, we're praying for a hundred folks, man, to right get And <clears throat> speaking of a good message, Dave, last night. Thank you thank you sir we, yeah, that was, yeah that was we great. started we started last night going through the Book of Colossians mm-hmm. and uh, so over the next few weeks uh, myself Pastor Joe Stepp, Pastor Shane McCurry uh, we will be leading the body on Wednesday evenings through the Book of of colossians that's awesome and so uh yeah it's a yeah, it was really good it's a great it's a great book man <clears throat> you know it's it's been called paul's polemic epistle meaning it is his uh argument or his apologetic for truth and so yeah last night uh i you know i got to take off and and you know get get the takeoff going on the truth of jesus and the the truth of Uh, of of the person and the work of Jesus. And the next Wednesday, uh, Joe will be right back at it and he'll be dealing with some of the things that Paul was dealing with, man, Gnosticism Mm -hmm. and religiosity and legalism. And then we got a week off because of VBS. And then that third chapter, though, Shane, you've got chapter three of Colossians. And what's kind of the main takeaway from chapter three? So
0: after Paul lays the foundation of the truth uh, and the reality of what the Christian is is to to look at and to believe and to follow and to make the foundation to be rooted to be firmly planted and rooted in mm. uh, in Christ. He says, therefore, let's put off the old man and put on the new man. And he gives um, the application, if you will, what it looks like to walk as a believer who is firmly rooted. And I love that because I think it applies to our common day today. 100%. You you know, Colossae was right next to Laodicea and Heropolis, which we know Laodicea was um, known as the lukewarm church in Revelation. Jesus, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, about 30 years later would Rebuke that church and say, Hey, man, I wish you were hot or cold, but you're lukewarm and, and you kind of make me want to puke in my mouth. You know, and um, it's a sad thing to hear from
1: your Lord when He says, You know, I was thinking about you and I threw up a little bit in my mouth. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's yeah. yeah, horrible. <laughs> and that's the language. That's legitimately the 100%, language. 100%. And then, yes. you know, Heropolis had these hot springs, which would bring a bunch of philosophers and, and people who like to talk um, about the wisdom of man, which Paul hints at in chapter 2. Mm-hmm. And I just, Dave, I think that's so applicable for today because we have Christians living in the world, um, and, and we know the old saying, we're supposed to be in the world, not of the world, right? Yeah. But yeah. sometimes I, I I, look around and I see... Um, Watered down Christians, so to speak, that have been infiltrated or compromised by the wisdom of this world, Van where
1: philosophy, Paul calls it.
0: Right, right, yeah. and you know we've been reading words, we've been reading Competent to Counsel, and that um, that was written in the seventies, yep. and you know I would say not too much has changed about the core of that book, right? Because it really talks about how self esteem. Uh, and the the teaching and the philosophy of self-esteem, yeah, right? And we look at our our culture and, unfortunately, um, a part of the church, too. Not everybody. You know, this is a very broad—I'm speaking very broadly, not directly. But um, we have teachings that emphasize ourself. And and our culture in the West is more focused on me than it is on Christ and my neighbor. Well, yeah. I mean, we have—
1: typically not and i'm with you shane it's i'm not trying to paint with a broad brush here but just you can you don't have to look very hard let's put it that way you don't have to look very hard to find some preacher or televangelist saying if you will just become a christian your life will be smelling like roses you'll be unicorns butterflies uh, God will give you your best life now because uh, it's just happiness and joy and health and wealth and you're just going to be laughing all the time I mean my goodness you're going to wake up in the morning your hair is perfect you don't have morning breath and you'll just uh, you'll just float across. you know and it's just like this pipe dream uh, sci-fi gospel and you're like hold the phone here right that is not what the Bible promises at all Paul told Timothy all those who desire right. to live godly in Christ Jesus will what? Suffer. Suffer persecution. And so uh in Psalm nineteen, which is one of our readings today, uh, is that what you were turning to? Psalm nineteen, can you No, but you can I can real quick. I, mean, I can turn there. It's one of those passages that you know. Um, we, we love Psalm 19 around here because he talks about the power, the authority of the word of God. Right. And if you've got it, Shane, go ahead. and read Yeah. It.
0: So starting in verse one, it says the heavens tell of the glory of God and their expanse declares the work of his hands. Day to day pours forth speech and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words their voice is not heard their line is gone out into all the earth and their words to the end of the world in them he has placed a tent for the sun which is like a groom coming out of his chamber it rejoices like a strong person to run his course its rising is from one end of the heavens and its circuit to the other end of them and there is nothing hidden from its heat the law of the here, lord here's the yeah here's the, this here's the
1: money verse right here
0: the law of the lord is perfect restoring the soul the testimony of the lord is sure making wise the simple The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true. They are righteous altogether. They are more desirable than gold. Yes, much pure gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. See, that's what we're talking about, right? When...
1: Um, when we're presenting the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel is not, hey, become a Christian and everything will be coming up roses. Everything, everything's great. Everything's wonderful. No, the, the gospel is to be presented in this way. The law of the Lord is perfect for the converting or the restoring of the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure. The fear of the Lord is clean. The judgments of the Lord. In other words, how much of how many of those uh, verses that you just read talked about? other people or yourself no it's the lord the focus is on the lord man and i just i love that shane i love that you brought that up i love that you you brought that home um and so yeah right in fact one of the questions that came in um we have a brother or pardon me a sister uh right here uh in in idaho Falls, samantha and she was commenting hi james welcome to the program hi james james hi and she talked about how that uh, on uh, a recent episode of Pastors Live, we responded to a question uh, from, from Barron about whether, you know, we actually have a choice or if everything that happens just is God's plan. And she said, I appreciated the response because it answered a question I've had for many years growing up as a Christian, uh, When but when I was old enough to be out of the home, uh, I found I wasn't able to stand on the strength of my own testimony alone. Uh, I know I have a purpose and I think I'm now you know headed in the right direction i've even started attending water springs yay so Woo-hoo! that's fantastic samantha god bless you sis um if you'll be sure to look at pastor james this weekend he'll give you a donut uh, but it says because uh, james does the yeah, fellowship <laughs> ministry that wasn't a slam on james he actually does the fellowship ministry. he will give you a donut and he actually will give <laughs> yes, you a donut I will. but he won't give you a fritter because he doesn't order fritters which i don't understand because you know me i'm a fritter You're that's a fritter. okay I, I love james I do, but I think it's a character flaw. But anyway, um, <laughs> she says, but, but, says Samantha, how am I to have the strength of some Christians who just seem to have it all together and don't struggle with their faith at all? God bless you. And God bless you, Samantha. I really appreciate that question. And um, I I feel it. I do. I feel that question because I look at um, some brothers and sisters in Christ and say, goodness me, I've I've been uh, a Christian for 55 years, 56 years, and um, how come I don't have it all together like that guy, or that sister, or that group? And the truth of the matter is, what I've I've really come to discover is that none of us has it all together. In fact, uh, our precious brother, the Apostle Paul... Mm -hmm. Uh, And when you read Romans chapter 7 and Romans chapter 8 and you remind yourself that those chapter breaks shouldn't be there. Right. Uh, It's all one thought. Yeah. It's all one thought. Yeah, Shane. You know, the chapter breaks came about, I think, the third century or something like that. There was a well-meaning monk, meaning, you know, wanting to help people find passages of Scripture easier, more quickly, whatever. But here's Paul, our brother Paul coming toward the end of his life, and he says, you know, um, I know that there is the spiritual law. I'm I'm carnal. I'm sold under sin. The things um, I do not allow for are the things that I actually end up doing, and what I hate, I do. And if then I do the things that I don't want to do, I actually consent to the law that it is good. We just read from Psalm 19, uh, James, sorry. Uh, Shane just read from Psalm 19. And so he says, so then it is no longer I who do it, but sin that still dwells within me. Right. For I know that in me, I mean, that's in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For the will is present, but how to perform that which is good, I, I don't even know how to find that. The good that I want to do um, you know i i don't do the evil that i don't want to do well, i end up doing it and then he goes on in verse 24 of Romans chapter 7 it says oh wretched man that i am who shall deliver me from this body of death and then here's the here's the money verse i thank god mm-hmm. through jesus christ our lord so then with the mind i myself serve the law serve the law of god but with my flesh man i still serve sin but Chapter 8, verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And this is really important, I think, Samantha, for all of us to understand. When the Bible says uh, speaks of David and says he was a man after God's own heart, we sometimes quote that verse like, man, David had it all together. No, what that is saying is he was after God's heart. He was after the heart of God. He wanted God's heart, but like Paul, David struggled. In fact, we know that David struggled with deep depression at times. He's very open about that in the Psalms. And so we know that David struggled with depression. I think probably a good, uh, not a good source, but uh, a source of that depression was that angst of, man, I want to do what's right. I'm after God's heart, and I turn right around and do stupid stuff. I still sin. I don't want to sin. As born-again believers, as New Testament believers, Paul tells us, right, you still have that sin nature within you, and it does rear its ugly head from time to time. But none of us, not one single person in the church of Jesus Christ can say, um man i'll tell you i am walking in perfection uh, i'm sinless i never have a dirty thought a bad thought an angry thought a selfish thought um in fact the church by and large not by and large even but shane had mentioned earlier some so many in the church um have taken the gospel message
0: and just turned it to say hey it's all about me let's yeah. focus on me jesus is great but i can do whatever else i want too." and and listen to other things as well but but the question is is Jesus lord right is Jesus lord of your life are you after his heart are you after his heart like Dave was uh, was mentioning and when that choice is made what i love about christianity is there is transformation the power of salvation brings transformation you are now a new creation in Christ Jesus yeah. The old is gone, the new is here, and I love what our brother Paul writes in Philippians chapter three. He says, "Man, I haven't attained what I'm looking for." He's very open about yeah, it. Yeah, he, he? he says, "I haven't gotten there. I haven't gotten no. it all down. No one has." But right. he says, "I keep striving forward, forgetting what lies behind me, forgetting my mess ups, forgetting my past, forgetting what happened yesterday." Every day, the mercy of the Lord is renewed. Yeah,
1: lamentations,
0: exactly. And he he. Strives forward that he might obtain it right, right. A- And I love that because it fits into what we were talking about in Colossians and what was our sister's name Samantha 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 what what, what I would recommend is um, the transformation comes when we take ourselves out of the picture and what I mean by that is this in Colossians in in Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 and two it says, if you have been raised with Christ, Keep seeking the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things that are above, not on the things that are on earth. Right. Your, you can't compare your faith to another person's no. faith right. because that's having your mind not on above where christ is so check out what paul says in second corinthians to kind of complement what he's saying in colossians starts in second corinthians chapter three verse four this is paul's confidence I, i love this section and this is where we'll land the plane today such is the confidence that we have toward god through christ not that we are adequate in ourselves so as to consider anything as having come from ourselves. But our adequacy is from God, who also made us adequate as servants of a new covenant, not of the letter but of the Spirit, for the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. You see, Samantha, what Paul is saying is his confidence is not in his faith. His confidence is not in himself. His confidence is in God. Christ. And the last little thought on that, as you say, we're landing the plane, Um, you know, struggling with your faith, that's where every single one of us has been at, at different points in our life, but God always comes through. He said, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. He always is there. And the other thing about seeing other people, thinking they have it all together, that's always an outside perspective, but we're called to be in community. And when you enter into genuine community with others, you see that there are struggles that people have, but the difference between the world and a Christian is throughout the difficult all these Christians will remain uh, with that hope right. because we have the genuine hope. And I hope that's encouragement for you today. That's
1: fantastic, you guys. Hey, on a real, real, real practical note um, for, for Samantha, um, I would strongly recommend, since you're now um, part of the Water Springs family, strongly recommend that you send an email to melanie at watersprings.net. That's M E L A N I E melanie at watersprings.net uh tell her you were listening to pastors live and the guys recommended contacting her she uh co-leads our ladies ministry with uh pastor wife or pastor ty's <laughs> wife uh lori and she could melanie could get you plugged into uh any number of women's groups uh, and uh, help you get discipled along. So, hey, listen, gang, we have got to run. We will be back tomorrow. We hope you'll turn in for our uh, tune in for our Friday program. Uh, this is Pastor Dave for Pastor James, Pastor Shane, and Mr. Gary Austin, uh, saying God bless you. We will talk to you tomorrow.
0: Pastors Live is a Rev FM production from Idaho Falls, Idaho, and is made possible by the Ministry of Greenhouse Coffee. Send your questions and comments by email to Rev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the Lighthearted Podcast.